welcome to episode 19 of the of uh, uh why don't we just do that one over again it's 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 the knife nuts podcast you guys already know what's happening how's everybody doing good rushing to get this together i'm glad uh it's coming together god god you'd think getting four grown men's schedules lined up would be an easy thing to do she's like herding cats yeah right <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've been uh, I've been having some problems lately, so it's uh, it's been it's been tough for me to get my schedule together. I'd like to point Brian, out. Yeah. Oh, go for it. No, I was just gonna say Brian has actual serious stuff going on, <laughs> yeah. whereas the three of us are just morons. Yeah, more or less. I'd also like to point out it is the one year anniversary of the creation. Well, more or less than what this is the closest episode to the one year anniversary of the Knife Nuts podcast. And uh, what is this episode nineteen? I would like to point out we did not stick to that whole bi-weekly thing very closely. I feel like we should do that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like now. we should, or we should at some point update the biography on the website about what, the what uh, would, podcast. What would people rather hear? Would you people rather hear shorter and more often, or like the hour and a half, two hours that we do, and only every two, three, four <clears throat> weeks? What's, I, what's odd is that people seem to just want more. Yeah. More often. Yeah, I I can speak to that because it's everyone just they don't they don't care about the length or the quality or the thickness or the girth. They just want more. They just Thank want God. Every, they just want it every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is the YouTube formula right now too. So yeah, but, we, it is important content, content, content. Which is funny because like we could probably do the podcast. I don't know every two weeks or whatever, and I feel like we would run out of things to talk about because it's knives and like you know for a fact you know for a fact that we will not run out of things to talk about and you know for a fact that it's not about knives anyway that's a good point i mean run out of quality content maybe it's more nuts less knives yeah yes quality content ran out a long time ago. yeah oh yeah the, the knife world doesn't move that fast it's not like if we had a podcast about sports or politics or something you know it, it, we kind of struggle sometimes to come up with things to talk about like legitimate topics, that is. That, that's why the whole idea of structure, I'm doing air quotes in case you couldn't tell. That's gone out the window. Oh, completely. Mm-hmm. But, but, but there are nice things that have happened, and we can talk about them today. And there are structural things that have happened, like I'm using a real microphone. Yeah. Yeah. It took mm, a one structural. year, one full year. One full year. Yeah. Thanks. And thanks someone had to one. send it to you. Yes. <laughs> Maybe next year I can get one. Uh, well, I've already decided that, Brian, you need to start recording on a computer because this Google Hangouts thing is trash. It's not ideal. But if we've managed to convince somebody that we're actually recording from the same location, then I'll be impressed. People want to send us pizza. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how you know you made it. We get yeah. free, People want to send us pizza. Not, not things you guys care about, like knives that we could talk about. Pizza. Just pizza. <laughs> I, was, I was surprised by the lack of, lack of excitement. Uh, to that offer because PVK was, uh, I think, offering more than just pizza. I, I, feel I understand. Weird. I feel weird about taking knives, especially expensive they ones. They weren't giving us knives. They just want us to pass around the knives. I thought it was a generous thing to do. Yeah, it's still like, I yeah, still feel weird they, about I it. Thought, yeah, well, they, they use the word uh, support or sponsor, and it, it just didn't seem like any of you guys got really excited about that. But I thought that would be a great addition to our... I don't know how we can get long list of sponsors. I, I was very excited, but it's hard to convey that via email. And while we're all running around like chickens with our heads cut off, otherwise we'd be recording. Herding cats. Right. Yeah, basically. 
But, you know, I'm, I'm all fueled up. I'm Diet Cokes. Like, my friend says, I'm ready to rattle off some hot takes. I might have a hot take or two. I'm just, I'm really, like, irritated, so. First hot take. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> First hot take, uh, Barry's newborn son is going to lead a separatist movement to establish the state of West Tennessee. And their primary, wow. their primary well exports said. are going to be D2 <laughs> and cognitively impenetrable memes. Wow. Wow. Hot take. Impressive. Impressive. Okay. How you've been preparing for that? Yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you wrote that down three weeks. Well, yeah. the thing is, we've been trying to record this uh, podcast. I don't know four different times, so I had to have that joke like ready to go four different times. I'm just happy to get it out finally. Got to empty oh, that room in my brain. Also, congratulations to Barry and his newborn. Yeah. Yes. Congrats, bud. Well, here's uh, the thing: are diapers more important than JB Stout Customs? We'll find out. I don't know. I, you can always. I mean, there's an argument for reusable diapers. And we heard all about it when we had our first kid, so okay. who who knows? <laughs> I got it's, it's enough dealing wiping Dude, their ass. I got to can... clean shit out of a diaper now too. Nothing. Yeah, I would feel like I was a part of some kind of strange cult if I had to install. There's like a special sprayer that you can yep. get to install so that you can spray the poop out of the diaper this and into correct. the toilet. I have seen this before. It's like a bidet, but specifically for spraying poop out of the diaper. Listen, I've been trying Maybe. to get shit out of my underwear for years. It's impossible. Yeah, I know. Uh, 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 frankly, I need it more than the children do. <laughs> but more as a as a bidet on a, a on a flexible head. You know. We're right? now talking about sharding. This yeah. is we've reached a new low. The knife nuts podcast. I wish, I wish my problem was sharding. My I think my problem my the medical term is old age, because I just leak. Like it's just, it's just a gen, like a slow. Isn't this a Larry the Cable guy skit? One of those leaks that's so slow that you don't call any. Well, you don't call anyone or tell anyone about it, but you just it's all you always know it's there. Well, you got to do a courtesy wipe every once in a while. I I think your asshole is just a little too loose now and can't cinch up tight. It is, and it all this all goes back to uh, a series of childhood experiences. What? Whoa! 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 Yeah, let's not make any confessions that we have to call the police about. Did his mic just drop off? <laughs> Jake just... Did we kill him? Did we so, kill him? Jake just wanted to reveal that, and then he just killed him. And then he's chain. done. Yeah. And that's it. Now, you, you said, whoa, don't make any confessions or something to that effect. I was I was re, uh, re-evaluating, <laughs> re-evaluating my life. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad we're stealing content from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. We're really at no, new levels yeah. of low now. I don't... And like off, Sleeve of Wizard. I have no idea what you're talking about stealing content, but when I'm talking about my personal experience in my own life, but I do remember the last time a stranger heard this story, they were traumatized. So maybe we uh, could skip it. Yeah, we'll record it and then put it at the end of the episode. Cool. Back to knife. Uh, cool. Back to knife cool, cool. I got some knives. I do. I have knife. I have knife things too. Yeah. Let's let's get into knife knives things from the comfort of my toilet. First off, guess what? Chicken butt. I got my tiebreaker back. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love that thing. Toiling from, from beyond the grave. Yeah. Shout out to Brian Ty, hooking me up with my uh, my tiebreaker. It's so lovely. I forgot how much I love that thing. Do you remember? Do you remember what I said? Like you handed it to me. I had it for five seconds. I looked I at you. What did What did I say? You said this is why we got into custom knives in the first place. Yeah, it was like that. That has such a soul in it. 
it's so unique and so different. It, it was as exciting to get it back after six months as it was the first few times I handled a custom knife uh, in the long, long ago. Jake, I, I have to say, you've never sounded better. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have any joke for that. Oh, well, I mean, uh, you, you bought the microphone, so of course. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the story on that tiebreaker? Did you was it like an impulse purchase, or did you buy it from him, like order it? <laughs> no, no, give it, I, give it to him raw. Okay, I actually got it in a trade, where. I think I traded something that was worth maybe four fifty, and this guy's like, I don't know if this is something you're interested in, but I have this tiebreaker in Domestale that has a broken button lock, but I'll trade it to you. All right. For whatever you're doing, I think I can't remember what it was, and I was like, you know what? I'll take my chances. So I got the I got the tiebreaker. Yeah, the button lock was broken. Um, I sent it to Brian Tide. He fixed it, and I have a like new tiebreaker yeah that's like a 800 or at least back at least yeah at least 800 yeah. configuration so all right mm-hmm. yeah it's lightning strike carbon fiber and dama steel damn and, and genuinely before dama steel was cool yeah well Brian, this, that's true this thing was actually made uh, many years ago even though you're kind of just getting it back mm-hmm. and just you know, receiving it in a trade more recently. Well, Brian Ty was the, uh, he was the original distributor of Dama Steel and RWL mm-hmm. 34. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's Indeed. true. Yeah. But it, the, that knife has a very strange, uh, uh, I don't know. Th- there's an aspect of that knife that I think most people would not like. And I don't mind it just because it's so, uh, well, it's-, it's so, it's so amazing that it's, it's worth dealing with it. But the, balance of that knife is what most people would call terrible yeah and the but the only reason is because the the frames are just that light yeah i mean it's There's just like it's non-existent just un- unsupported weight. carbon fiber it, that it's, being it, said it, like it's the the blade the blade stock everything about it is is thin and delicate so i don't think it's that bad to be honest with no you. i'm not saying it's bad at all i'm saying it's uh, it, you know if you were to just look at that one aspect of the knife you might say oh this knife it has horrible balance but if you as soon as you step back and consider the whole thing it's actually really impressive because it's not like it's flimsy or, or no. you know it doesn't feel <laughs> and, it doesn't feel and bad also, in any way it's, it's the button lock is like a delight to you yeah whereas most button locks are just flaccid pieces of garbage yeah, I had a fun fact. So my, fir- I think my first custom knife, or maybe second, was a Brian Tai Tycoon that I ordered directly from Brian. So I have, I handled, I mean, I had it for a while. I eventually sold it just because it was a sort of wildly impractical knife. But this stuff is beautiful. It was very beautifully machined. Like, um, it was awesome. It was just nice to look at, but, like, it was not a particularly good EDC knife. So eventually I got rid of it, but... One thing I'll say is that it pretty much commits every blade sin in my book. Yeah. Like it's got a dramatic recurve Very dramatic. and like stepped and like stepped milling. Like it's all if you guys have ever seen, I mean, you guys will see it on the Yeah. in the pictures, but I mean, there's nothing practical about this knife whatsoever. No, and when that's probably also from the era when I bought mine where he wasn't really doing any of the smooth grinds. It was all the stepped ones. And um, the Tycoon had a more conventional blade shape. It had it was like a drop point. It was still recurved, but it was pretty awful for cutting through material, unfortunately. Believe it or not, I was able to cut some paper with this thing. 
<laughs> it's a real accomplishment. But now I felt I felt impressed. He does the tiebreaker with some like more conventional blade designs and grinds now, which is is cool. But well, Brian has the also- tiebreaker. The tiebreaker is now an integral. Well, yeah, it's, I don't even know if he does a non-integral one anymore. You're yeah. right. Mm-mm. It is an integral, which is even cooler. The, I mean, it looks insane. It's like mm-hmm. true Art Deco, but uh, his prices also went up, but to a reasonable level. Like, he's yeah. actually asking normal amounts of money now for his knives. No, they're worth it. I, they're they're phenomenal. They are. I'm, honestly, like, it's funny because you go look at his, like, uh, mid-tech production line, the Brian Ty and Friends stuff, mm-hmm. which are also really, really great. They're just... And then you look at... And they're just... A little bit more money, you can have the Brian Ty custom. Exactly, they don't make any sense to me at like three hundred dollars. If you can mm-hmm. get or three seventy five, when you can get like a Brian Ty for like probably the cheapest is six hundred now. But yeah, it used to be like five fifty. I want to say that's like, what I my mean, even the was. fancy ones, the integral carbon fiber and Domasteel, they're like nine fifty or something. Yeah, that's insane. It's yeah, yeah. the yeah. It's, well, if you wanted the Domasteel, it's apparently twelve hundred. But like with just uh, some mono steel, like mm-hmm. RWL thirty four. Eight fifty, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> for, worth it. Yep, for a button lock integral, it's pretty, pretty freaking great. And Brian mm-hmm. Ty's a cool guy. He is a very cool guy with with cool fashion sense. Yeah, he's got some excellent Hawaiian shirts and boots. I okay, I haven't seen those. And his wife thinks he's super cool. <laughs> I want to say like Edge Observer did a, a documentary about him. Yeah, and yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I will definitely include that. It's very much worth watching because it's like well produced if i can find it the edge observer is a guy he cool dude did some really cool camera work and and reviews on on youtube and his own website i think it was called the edge yeah, is that observer. like an old reference now i mean he just shut the website down so it's it's officially dead i mean he hadn't mm-hmm. done anything for about four years or five years but i guess it's mm-hmm. officially dead now damn andrew gene was his name he also was a cure geeks live he was also a podcast host and he was very funny but Damn, that's probably like a previous era of knife collecting now. <clears throat> Maybe what we'll do when somebody does somebody in the next like ten years is going to be talking about us the same way. <laughs> well, we're washed up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, we don't see the difference is that Andrew put a lot of effort into what he did, like way, <laughs> way too much effort for how little return he got. We put the right amount of effort in, which is very little effort. Very little effort for something that does not have any return. I think we put the no. amount of effort we should. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, Brian. Brian does some cool stuff. I I I don't know if I'm I'm still I don't know if I'm still like not a fan of the of the button lock, even if he does it like relatively well. But I feel like there's some limit to like how well it can retain the blade for a flipper. I feel like if if I have a Brian tie, it's gonna have a button lock, and I'm happy about it. Oh, true. Yeah. Anything else? I'm like, eh. Yeah, he did frame locks at one point, but that was a long, long time ago. What else did I get? I got some other stuff. I got uh uh. From our buddy Elijah Isham, I got a Wee Knives Zeta. Yeah. I very cool knife. Hopefully we'll get one. You look it pretty a, nice. It is a very cool knife, and it is beautifully made. I think it's the nicest built Wee Knives that I've encountered. Is it nicer than the Eschaton? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's more appealing to me. I mean, yes, from a from a practical standpoint, I have to tell you, it's still not like a incredibly practical knife, but compared to the Escaton, it is. Yeah, certainly. I, and I, it's beautiful. It is gorgeous. It is really nice. I mm-hmm. should get one before they disappear. Um, I mean, it looks like it looks like it's actually relatively like 
it looks relatively practical. Like the blade shape is not that outrageous. No, you know, and a lot of mis- the mistake that people make is they, they treat it like it's a flipper. Uh, the flipper is basically like a uh, a bonus opening method. Yeah, it's it's meant to be like a you know spidey hole type thing. Yeah, it does. It just does not seem like one should buy it going into it thinking it's going to be a flipper or a good flipper. It right? do, it does flip, but you know. It's there because you could put it there. How, how's the grind on it? Because I feel like I've had some Wii knives that have very n- sort of nice thin grind, and then some that have been like really unpleasantly thick behind the edge. So I'm... it's pretty thin. It, there's it's. I think it's nice. I think you're gonna like it. Actually, it gets pretty thin, especially since it's that long, drawn out. Tip oh yeah, I'm sure too. the tip is super thin. Yeah, so it's it's nice. All right. I mean, I as yeah, I, I think figured, you'll definitely as I figured since yeah. weed very rarely makes bad knives. I mean, you know. Like functionally, design-wise, I can't say much about that. But what else did I get? Oh yeah, I got a present from Jake. Yay! Yeah, I uh, well, <clears throat> our buddy uh, sent us same guy who sent us the uh, the Will Moon the uh, uh, what was that? What's that other one called? The Jake? Wind River. The Wind, Brian Wind River. Brown, the yeah, uh, whole whole bunch of stuff. So he sent us all. Uh, also sent us a uh, Steel Will Resident. And I kind of fell in love with that little knife. And Jake goes behind our my back and orders me. I, I doesn't order me one. He finds one for sale by uh, by Kevin Cleary. So he actually ha- bought a knife from Kevin Cleary in Canada. And now I have Kevin Cleary's Steel Will resident. And in a weird turn of events, <clears throat> Steel. I mean, Steel Will is actually moving into basically. My backyard. Yeah. So they'll be in the Huntington Valley area. So we look to do a lot, a lot of stuff with them in the future, which will be fun. Yeah, that's a, a nice sort of coincidence that they happen to be yeah, moving very to weird. that area of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. I mean, the resident looks cool. I. Uh, you, I think you would like yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, I it think looks it's very like good. a budget Sebenza. Yeah, man. it looks it looks really great. Like, yeah, I I like Steel Will. I think they, they got a lot going for them. I am extremely perplexed by their company structure. They seem to be a USA-based company that is staffed entirely by people from Eastern Europe, and their knives yeah, are made yeah. in Italy and China. It's just bizarre, but... It's what you call the American dream. Seriously. Um, but no, they have like all those sort of $40 knives they came out and up recently are Very great. popular. The Modus, what's the other one called? The Cutjack, the, they have the Intrigue. And then they have the Intrigue I like. Yeah. I kind of like that slim... Slim flip. I like the tenant, which is an, another one with just a truly awful name. Like, mm. I mean, going along I, I get, with the resident and the tenant. Resident, yeah. Right. yeah. I don't know when you get the landlord and the super. <laughs> landlord, that's a great name. Yeah. Like, why didn't they use that? Yeah, I mean, if they're going with like residential themed knives, but that yes. that one's also quite nice. And apparently, it flips super well for like a forty dollar knife. So I'm, and it's D two with like G ten handles, um, and what kind of D two? Uh, presumably the only the finest grade of China D2. Mm. There we go. We sat out, take a shot. We might as well use our own reference. Yeah, seriously. But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited, and I'm even going to be even more excited when they eventually introduce those antlock designs, so I hope we get a closer working relationship with them so I can get to the bottom of this, become an antlock truther. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I'm just going to go there. Where's the antlock at? <laughs> I Where's mean, the antlock at? It looks really cool, and not that many companies invent sort of locks anymore so not that i think that there's really that much of a need for new locks but people really like that so that's my i hot take. don't know what you're talking about what is this ant lock thing it's it's some variation on the sort of axis lock 
we talked about it on like the first episode, so it's great that we're talking about it a year later. <laughs> yeah, there's no I don't know how to describe it because I'm there's... sorry, I barely paid attention to you guys then and I barely pay attention now. So it's... some things never change, yeah. huh? It's essentially some sort of moving bar lock like the like the axis lock, but they are they're patenting it, so it can't be that close to the axis lock. Anyway, the the knife I don't care about the lock so much as the designs of the knives that it was on. They look very cool, but they just keep getting delayed endlessly. It's like vaporware status. They seem to be doing good things, so I'm happy about that. The next model will be called the Nemesis Neighbor. Yeah, they don't have a neighbor kill, yet. Kill two birds with one stone. There we go. Get a little late with that joke now. What? Oh, I had to stay muted because there's a parade of toddlers uh, that apparently sound like a herd of buffaloes or something like that. Bu- buffalo. I don't know. I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, I'm exhausted for good reason because uh, what I got this week is that I um, got my. I guess I, I'm, I'm going to call this my first custom because this is the first one that has an edge. <laughs> it's what? the first one that's heat treated and it has an edge. And I just finished uh, putting an edge on it today and actually got to test it and use it a little bit but um i've been hand sanding and and doing all kinds of uh manual labor for every spare second that i've gotten for the last week so i have an excuse to be a little bit tired oh my god oh boy (laughs) (laughs) just to be clear he made a he he made made a knife and now (laughs) and now he's he's beat Yes. Well, I, I got to say, I picked up leaves the other day for about two hours, and my <laughs> ham, my hamstrings are, like, screaming right now. Jake is the fucking Michelangelo of knives. He puts his heart and soul into one piece, and then he just takes, like, a ten-year break. And then dies. Yes. Um, well, it's Jesus actually, Christ. It really is a herd of buffalo. The, yeah, it's, it's actually more about what you're hearing upstairs is the reason why I'm exhausted, because they didn't let me sleep last night or let me take a nap today. Uh... Yeah, kids are so, awesome. That's why I'm actually exhausted. Who gets to yeah. take naps anyway? Really? <laughs> I don't know. Well, like when when you don't sleep at all, there's something in the universe says you should be allowed to at least take like a 15 minute power nap so that you can be awake and entertaining for your podcast. But <laughs> in my case, no. All right, can we get Daddy Warbucks to buy you a two by seventy two so you don't have to like hand file this shit? And by Daddy Warbucks, I mean Levon. Yeah, right. Uh, Daddy Warbucks? Yeah. <laughs> From you've Annie. Never heard, yeah, that's a common You've never reference. heard that? Uh. If I, I'm not putting that one in the show notes. Everyone should know that one off the top of their head. No All right, excuses. Good. Just an Annie reference. Damn, that's like right down the middle. <laughs> but, oh yeah, we need to get you one so that you stop fucking hand filing it. And then you know what? One day we'll do, we'll be able to just make a cross out of all the files, and then you can go and uh, hang yourself up on the cross because you're a martyr for your custom knives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll bring I'll bring the nails. Jake Jake's just gonna go right up on that cross, <laughs> just a martyr for his knives. He's out here hand filing uh, them, so you don't have to. With nails, hand filed for your sins. <laughs> There's a really obscure Latin ghost reference for you. All uh, all um. All kidding aside, your file setup is pretty cool. I mean, that is pretty Im- impressive what you did with the files and the, like the sort of like edge pro for making knives. Don't ask him how thick it is behind the edge, though. 
<laughs> Do we have an answer on that? Uh, it's like thirty thou. Yeah, that's it's, pretty good. You know, yeah, it's not terrible, but yeah, it's uh, pretty good. No, in all honesty, it's pretty cool. I mean, for completely hand filed. All I care about is I, um, I put a makeshift edge on it and hacked away at at some, uh, you know, like firewood, hardwood, and it's still sliced paper. So apparently the heat treat and tempering worked, and uh, and I'm happy, happy about that. Cool. Jake is happy. Yeah. That's all that matters. Look pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Now you just have to make uh, two others for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what so- I said. Now I just do it two more times. Yeah. Yeah, I want every now everyone wants one, so I think I might. I'm probably not even going to finish this one as far as like hand rubbing, like hands putting a satin on the blade. I'm just going to move on, start building actual real ones because since this is like the test mule, I'm going to end up breaking this one on purpose to try and. Uh, when's your When's your first open bid piece coming? You got to take the classic Instagram knife maker route. You made one knife. Uh, now yep. you're the savior of knives, and you got to start doing open bids. I, yeah, no, the, absolutely the next, whatever I can get out of this one piece of bar stock that I bought is all going to be open bid. <laughs> and, um, and we're, yeah, I have, uh, a very lofty expectations. Yeah. While, while you're at it, make sure you buy up all the nicest match rails and just ruin them. Yeah. I want to, I want what I won't do is take this, the typical blade forums route, which is like stick your tail so far between your legs that, that, no one can even respect your work like these guys will say like oh you know it took me two months to build this and i put my heart and soul into it um 95 bucks uh shipped international like <laughs> i think that's you might as well crazy. just keep it for that point you know? exactly. Yeah, right? there, exactly there are plenty of people making custom fixed blades for just ridiculous prices on blade form what you yeah basically it's what you got to do is throw some white c-tech on there and then it's fourteen hundred dollars no you're forgetting the extremely gaudy cerakote job Oh yeah, you need, you need those yeah. angular seracoding thing. I feel like that you're talking about one specific. You want now. you need your knife to look like a '90s skate video. Bed sheets, bed sheets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the bed sheets that are in um, Full uh, House in Home Alone, and and in also Full the House, same yeah. ones that I had when I was a kid. The red ones yeah. with the squiggles and the circles yeah. and the crazy yep. shit. Yep. Yeah. It, yeah. Everybody had those same sheets. Everyone who grew up in the late '80s and '90s. Knows those sheets. I mean, if your knife looks like a shoe that Rodney Mullen wore skateboarding in like 1992, then mm-hmm. that's where you get the big bucks these days. When when you look at it, I want you to think of the Take on Me video. <laughs> everything is everything is that fuck Jerry color of blue and uh, with the squiggles and yep. Take me on. All right. So, Brian, what's new with you? Not much. I uh, I've been a little preoccupied, so I haven't been getting much done. Understood, but I know you did just uh, machine the first chicane blade. Yeah, I did get that done. It looks well, quite good. Almost done. I still gotta, I still gotta really rub it all out again and then re-etch it. But well, yeah, looks I think good. good. Yeah, can't wait to see what that thing looks like. And where are we at on the uh, on the uh, Chinese typhoons? Um, I don't have the. They've been around for years, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh wait, the Chinese typhoon, the mini, the micros. You mean? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about something. I was supposed to have the the um, prototypes by now, but I still don't have them. So who the hell knows what's going on? Uh, Riyadh is too busy making eight other knives at the same time. Apparently, you know, I just have I haven't been able to. I've been too busy to really get a dialogue going um, 
I know it's being worked on, so I'm not worried about it. It's just uh, when I can get back into the swing, then I'll pursue it. Get, pursue it. Still going right. though, you know. It's not. Yeah, not looking forward to those. This is not a scam, everybody. Yeah, this is your def- everybody who did pay for a knife is going to get a knife. They're, sitting, they're all shitting their pants right now. I guarantee, as soon as you air this episode, I'm going to get fucking fifty emails. Yep. Yeah, that's or tough shit. Time, I got your money, suckers. <laughs> by the time by the time we get this episode posted, you'll probably have the prototype, and everyone's going to be confused as fuck. You're gonna be the new. You're gonna be the new Balzano. Just straight run mm. off on them. That'll be that's Brian's long scam is is to make off with like what were they like fifty dollar deposits or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> in, work work that. like a dog for year for five <laughs> years so you all trust me so I can steal ten thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, honestly, there's someone out there that's like, yo, that's a great idea. That's yeah, I'll just, I'll just put five years into it, win awards, and then yeah, win, money. I'll win like three best tacticals, and then uh, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, no, oh, definitely. There's definitely someone out there that's like cooking up this exact scheme right now. Yes. Listen, I've uh, never screwed anybody over for anything when it comes to this. I mean, other things in life I have, but nothing about knives. <laughs> and um, I never would. I'm never going to, you know, it's uh, if if people want to back out, you know, I haven't. There's enough people that are still trying to get on the list that I stopped taking orders for. So whatever. Just let me know. <laughs> Let me know. Riot also is producing. Uh, what's that knife called that Tashi designed? The baby machine. The ba- that thing looks great. Yeah, it looks nice. I almost wish yeah. that you know. Now I'm looking and going, man. I should have really gave him something a little more exotic that I don't want to make. Well, now this is, but they're producing that under the Riot brand. Not they're not producing it for for Tashi. Right. So I think down the road you could probably do something pretty crazy uh, elijah did did say uh i mean uh, enough to say that i would i would say he confirmed that you know he gave he gave them like the eschatone for instance what did you just call uh, it wait 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 what did eschaton. you just call it? i'm sorry uh not eschaton sorry eschaton eschaton yeah all right well anyway the S trombone. Yes. So he he gave them this wild trombone drawing and uh, let and I think I can quote him saying let and they just figured it out. Yep. Um. So I don't see why not. Speaking of, Elijah, and it turned out well, great. It's funny that we. Anyway, uh, Elijah's got a lot of cool designs coming out too. So. Mm-hmm. And really I think that's I think that's his. Uh, that's his official uh, mo is like uh, draw the wackiest thing in the world and then since their engineers are actually quite capable <laughs> let them just figure out how to make it all work mhm i mean and they they seem to turn out well, well so all right so i was going to bring this up speaking of i mean we is the one who did the eschaton but right. is this sort of just like what everyone's going to do from now on is custom knives going to sort of move towards custom maker makes a handful of knives themselves per year but then keeps everybody happy by doing collaborations with these Chinese companies that can make super high quality knives and larger sort of amounts. Sure. Ooh, ooh, I have something for this. Well, the Terzula have... thing was where I was going with that, but go ahead. Oh, I think I'm going to get one of those. I have something bigger. All right. For this. So yeah. I read, I read uh, <laughs> the same thing that probably a lot of people, they're just uh, other people just read, excuse me about the tariff. 
the tariff explicitly excludes uh, already made, like pre pre manufactured and packaged Chinese. Are you talking? Oh, okay, yeah. The steel tariff. Sorry, hmm. I I'm thinking this is a a you know a knife podcast. When I say the tariff, I think everyone knows which tariff mm-hmm. I'm speaking. No, of. you're right. Okay, so fine. it does explicitly not include. Uh, so there's no upcharge. There's no penalty whatsoever for Chinese knives coming here for finished goods. For finished goods. But but the problem does, is, is they have to does... make the knives out of not finished goods. Well, that. that if they're being made in China, that doesn't matter. Yeah, but the steel what's is not. Still, what's still, go, what's going to hurt us even more? I'm, my point is that this this move is actually going to push our little hobby away from America. So all the machinery and everything, all the raw goods that we use as Americans to make knives here, will all be going up in price. However, the those imported Chinese finished goods are are protected, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So if anything, I think not only was that already happening, but there's motivation for it to happen even more. I, I, I don't think we've seen the peak of the Chinese high-end knife in America yet. I think it's, you know, it's going to continue to grow. Well, it also just makes good business sense, too, since their manufacturing is obviously phenomenal. They're, they partner very well with American uh, you know, designers and custom makers, and it lets... People, the custom makers, have the time to make crazier shit. I don't really know what else to say. Yeah. I mean, it just basically frees their time up and allows them Mm -hmm. a second source of income. I'm just happy I got into knives when this is like a a possibility and not in like the 90s where like you had like four production uh, production knife companies and like probably like two of them weren't very good. CRKT was probably one of those. And it's just awesome to be collecting knives now and not then because now we have all these Although, wonderful options. You can say that about you can say that about anything, Dave, but you're not like you not like you would know any better than anyway. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to do that. All the OGs say that uh custom knives were way cheaper back then. Well, that's true. Anyway, so I don't know. For sure. Um I'd like to talk about CRKT for a second. All right. Oh, uh, some of their newer products that I've sampled have not been awful. What in the name of <laughs> all that is holy? Sounds like a plane crashing. <laughs> well, yeah. we lost Jake. Or Big B. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right, Jake just died in a plane crash, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, so the last couple of CRKT products that I've been sampling have not been terrible. And, you know, our fellow reviewers, uh, Birdshot, got a couple products in and they don't seem terrible either so i'm willing to say if you like some of these new these new knives like go ahead and get them not like we're we're really telling you not to anyway but i don't know they're better better than i imagined i mean Dave. it just keeps getting worse we worse will mock them. you <laughs> yeah we will well brian brian will mock you anyway no it's getting worse and worse because <laughs> there's these chinese companies like like steel will has that tenant the one that i was describing with d2 and g10 it's 45 dollars like I that's agree. right at the crkt price there's um there's definitely better options. Yeah, but if you like the design, Tuya, that company, Tuya, another sort of Chinese company, it's has not that. called Tuya. Let me get some knives, Tuya. T U Y A. If you want to find another Give way to pronounce that, break. it's it's a, I don't know. It's a Chinese company that's popping up. They've got a D two G ten knife for forty five bucks too. And you don't you have not sampled 
these M Techs yet. Yes, but the, uh, but these knives theoretically have better steel than the M Tech, so that's the difference here. But ten dollars. I know, but ten dollars still isn't going to change the fact that it like essentially is a toy because it doesn't do the one thing knives should do. And it cuts fine, dude. It cuts it fine, but shot. it's not going to hold. It's not going to like hold an edge. It's three CR thirteen MOV. Yeah, that's that shit is thirty percent. I mean, uh, three what point three percent carbon? Whatever. Eh, that's not great. That's pretty shitty. I mean, that's like Ten. as bad as it gets for knives. So like, there's nothing below that. You're Ten. only going to be able to open half your mail now. Yeah. What the? F- like, shut up. <laughs> I don't. This is the. This is the thing. Like, how many of you people are actually using these knives every day? To a point where you you're like mm, the edge seems to have dulled. Well, probably a bit. more people that buy forty five dollar knives. Exactly. I believe that. I believe and they also that. don't know how to sharpen. So like, I I think there should be a floor, an acceptable floor of steel, and three CR is below that floor. I think eight CR should be about the worst that anyone deals well, with. Well, the the other stuff is eight CR. Right. It's only the ten dollar one that's three CR. All right. So sure, if they can make a what is it a ten dollar? If they can make a twenty dollar knife. With a slightly better steel, then yes, they have one. I'm going to come back from the dead to uh, partially agree with Dave. The, <laughs> the bottom line is the, the fact that they've, they're going through the trouble of machining, and in this case, very nicely and accurately machining the blade itself and heat treating it and everything, for the $5 more it would have cost to use exactly. any other blade steel use any other blade steel. There's no reason to use 3CR13 MOV when you could have used D2 or 154CM for like 0. 0.75 cents I have more. to. I have to imagine that there's a math problem somewhere that we're not understanding. Oh, absolutely. Because, because $10. I'm still stuck on this because how do you manufacture something for 10 bucks? It's got aluminum. It's got steel. It's got bearings. Like, we're... And you, someone has to put it the fuck together. I'm going to say a word I don't understand. Economies of scale. Well, that's where I think the 3CR13 MOV makes sense. And you throw in something else and the price goes up $20, not 5 I mean, I'm just... Uh, yeah, true. I mean, and also they know that um, their knives are going to be sold in like, gas stations and uh, on like boardwalks at like beach towns that attract tourists well, and shit. So, well, what's what's odd is Dave. I was doing some research, and the two mo- the models in question are not sold in the same distribute distribution. Oh, okay. The, I I I don't even know if they're officially out because they're not anywhere. <laughs> I haven't found them anywhere. I think I found one on like Newegg.com. Which is very strange. I, I, I'm gonna have to just send a couple out to you. Maybe, Maybe they're M Tech clones. Whoa, that would be that would be incredibly meta. There are clones of Chinese knives. It's happening. Sure. Yeah, but I'm just gonna have to send a couple out to a couple people and and, and get the uh, get the. Skinny. If we do a live show, uh, everyone will find one under their seats. It'll be like Oprah giving out cars, except it's a way worse <laughs> and- gift. And you get 3CR13 MOV. And you get 3CR13 MOV. Yeah, it's a lot less exciting than getting a new car, but hey, we're working on, <laughs> a, we're working the, on a small budget here. I got to tell you, the knife is great. Yeah. The knives are just awesome, so. Well, anyway. In ter- I, so I didn't get anything in, but I did order something, and I wanted to talk about this. You guys wanted to talk about this brand. So, one, I don't 
I have I sort of have a problem if we don't continue to get new knives in and we continue to make a podcast about knives. It would it just doesn't make any sense to have people that are out of touch. So anyway, I'm pretty happy mm. with the stuff I have right now, but I figured I need to get something. So I wanted to get a Tucson knife. And I so I bought I won an auction for the Tucson TS sixty nine and <laughs> Yeah, the Rob Gronkowski version. But so I won the auction and I don't know if I don't know if I would call their business model, like, at first I was like, this is 100% USDA grass-fed free-range fuckery. Like, this this pure eBay distribution system is just bizarre to me. But then I realized, well, one, they don't have to deal with any kind of dealers or distributors. They only lose 9% to eBay. Uh, They don't have to have a storefront or a website, so they save money there. They don't have to have a warranty service because there's no way to get in touch with them besides this eBay account. It's actually pretty fucking genius what they're doing. And it's just terrible. It's just terrible for consumers because I bought the knife on the 31st of March. It quote-unquote shipped on the 4th, but I think they did Mm -hmm. the classic thing where you just buy the label and don't send the knife because the tracking just says, like, sender is preparing item for shipment. And that's Charlie. Stop the machine. Someone bought a knife. <laughs> Honestly, I maybe they're even maybe they're selling knives that don't exist. And then another great thing is that eBay. If you say the estimated delivery time is like months later, people can't like it's because it's coming from China. People can't file any kind of claims or anything until after that window. So if you were to win one now on the fifteenth of April, it will arrive between May fourth and June eighth. So you mm. have to wait until like June eighth to be able to file a claim. From what I understand. So. Here's what I want you to do. Describe the knife that you that you went through all this shit to get. It's very, I don't know. It's 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 a ham cheese design. Ah, and ham it's cheese. The fir- we love you, ham it's cheese. It's the first one that was not like too weird for me. It's just I don't know. It's, so it's a, it's but it's a. I assume it's a titanium. Yeah, frame it's a titanium. It's a titanium frame lock with D two with that they have you know done the niton gun testing with. It's actually D two. Some pure Chinese D2. But anyway, I got it for 58 bucks, w- winning the eBay auction. And yeah, it's probably going to be pretty awesome if I eventually get it. But th- like this company really has the potential. But if they continue with this, with this actual fuckery, it's just going to be, it's just frustrating. But it's not stopping people from buying them because they have 16,000 uh, feedback on, on eBay. So what do I know? It, just because they have 16,000 feedback, as you say. Doesn't mean that sixteen thousand people. <laughs> I, I have no idea what those received numbers received a knife. All right, so three. They have three thousand positive feedback in the last twelve months. I have. Hmm. That's that's a pretty substantial amount. That's fair. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I think you're gonna get a knife. I mean, oh yeah, I yeah. Do, and I think it's probably gonna be fine. Yeah, everyone else got one more quickly, but I don't know. It's just what do you? They could like. I mean, they're making these apparently incredibly good knives and. Also, they don't have to set market value for them. They just, this is pretty genius. If their knives are worth more than they're even like, let's say they were going to charge 60 bucks for these. If people start bidding 80 on them, they don't have to do anything. They can just be like, all right, fuck it. It's an $80 knife now. It used to now, be $60 knife. Now, what would be really good is if you end up loving it so much, you get two of them tattooed on your arm. <laughs> oh, Ugh. God. Yeah. Shout out to the, the Dutch knife collector guy getting two wee knives tattooed on him. My God. Dude, don't do the shit. I laughed so hard. Grown ass men. And it's just so funny because I'm picturing like the tattoo guy like drawing this fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, are you like, fucking kidding oh. me? It's like this is gonna come out awful. And I saw him like I could think about him drawing the Damascus steel, like trying to draw the lines in the Damascus steel. So it just goes squiggly back and forth. What am I supposed to do here? It, I don't it know. looks it looks more like Paisley than Damascus steel. 
Oh, it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll include that. But anyway, I mean, I'm excited about this possibility. I just, I think the company has potential. I just think it's a bizarre way to approach the knife market, but I don't know. Maybe eBay is feeding them money. Here, There's a conspiracy. I don't know about that. I feel like they just found a, ch- a channel to get to get sales into the U.S., and they're probably dodging taxes. Oh, probably dodging. All. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. You can pay through PayPal, so they're getting all their money through, I don't know. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> It's definitely shady, but I mean they've got some like pretty decent looking designs. Let me send you this one. The uh, the TS twenty five. It's got some carbon fiber inlays that look like real carbon fiber, and I don't know. They could really be a force if they actually like do less weird shit. Um, I got a knife uh, in on loan by Adam Purvis that is worth talking about. Which knife is it? It's by Brown Knives. It's called a Servo. Maybe you've heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've got to say, it's a very nice knife. Yeah, and he is a listener of the podcast, so it is cool that we finally yeah, got to check one out. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be able to check this knife out. Very very well done. I feel like you know, you could see his progression. You know, uh, from the first model to this one, I feel like this thing really sings in the Dama steel too. Oh, I thought it was an integral at first, but that was just his first model. That was an integral. The first model was an integral. This one is not. Yeah. I mean, it looks very nice. I mean, when you have someone who has a lot of machining background that decides to get into knives, like, that's never a bad thing. See also Brian. And I don't know. I'm sure there's other examples that I can't think of. But I think that the key is is that they did not come from a specific knife background either. Yeah. It definitely gives you you a different perspective. As as you guys have learned for 19 episodes now, Brian doesn't care about knives. He He doesn't care about anybody. He just happens to be very good at making them. (laughs) Hmm. So it definitely affords a different perspective. Yes. Well, it was. It, I was happy to check out the knife. I I liked it very much, Craig. And thank you, Adam, for sending it over. It looks quite cool. I am curious about why he has the hinder over travel stop instead of just machining it into the lock bar insert. Uh, maybe we'll have him on the show one day. Yeah, that, that is definitely. I mean, it does say servo on it, so I guess it's a little bit of branding. But I, I am curious yes. about that move. I, it was kind of a nice touch, actually. I mean, maybe it's, it's just also just a little easier to do. True. Not re- it's not easy. It's not easier to do, but I mean, it, it's a extra item that people want. Oh, I can make it out of time baskets or something. Oh yeah, I guess you're oh, right. <laughs> you know what would have been cool too? I, he's actually got on the the model that was sent to me. He's having that. He's actually having that lock bar insert made of Dama steel for it. And I was Jake and I were talking. It's like the lock bar insert should be Dama steel as well. <laughs> it would be an expensive ass lock bar insert. It might as well do it. I mean, right? if you have scraps, cool. if you have like a scrap yeah. sitting around that you can't use for anything else, but like, why not just turn that scrap into a super shitty knife like McStrider does with all those weird like scrap knives that he sells? But yeah, we, that Nastrop Terzula. So for people who are not aware. I'd like to talk about that one. Uh, Mastrop has a new Mastrop-made knife, so basically they sort of commission like a collaboration with a knife maker, and then We Knives, unsurprisingly, is doing it. And it's a Bob Terzula design. And I think it's like the first... No, no, he had some that were made in Japan by Spyderco. But he's never really had like a good production knife, I don't think. No. Because the, the mm-hmm. Spyderco Starmate is from Japan. No, he, also had, he also had... There were also um, CRKT ones. 
No, there's CRKT ones as well, but there was also a uh, mid-tech or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, the mid-tech. The Terzula mid-tech. It was pretty much a production, right? I was going to say, John, the one that John Gray has is pretty nice. Yeah, he has the Terzula mid-tech. It was a, like a liner lock. Yeah. I had a single sort of titanium yes. liner. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Oh, and then he had that Three River. He had that knife that was made yeah, was by Three River that That's the one I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. Yeah. He had a yeah. more recent one, too. It's confusing. But the three with like carbon fiber or something, yeah. I can't remember. The three rivers one, I've never handled anything made by three rivers knives. I don't like that one looks really nicely machined, but then there are other stuff like the RJ Martin mid tech looked really oh, bad. Oh, no, no thanks. Yeah, it looked yeah. awful. So I don't really know like what their capabilities are. It seems to be kind of all over the place. Yeah, but this this particular one looks very nice. Yeah, the mass drop one. So it's let me bring it up. Um, it's G10 scales, but like titanium and everything else. Is someone playing the bongos? What is happening right now? I mean, I was tight. It sounds like someone's moving their mic or maybe Brian's walking around. I was typing. I'm shit. I'm, I'm literally sitting perfect. Okay. Because I was per sitting perfect. Yeah, it was definitely me typing to bring up the mass drop website. No, I heard bongos. But no one is playing the bongos. It was specifically bongos. Are you, anyway. are you sure it wasn't Congos? All right. Anyway, yeah, it's S it's it's G10 S35 VN. Everything's titanium. You know, milled clip with hidden hardware. Mm. G10 scales, but like that's a concession to the price, that's which okay. is like what yeah. 140. Yeah, it's right. 140 if you get in the first drop, and like it's made by Wii, so it's probably going to be pretty good. And it's a pretty classic Terzula design. It's not super adventurous, but it's a liner lock. Yeah, no insert. I I'm convinced that no one at Wii Knives ever sleeps. Uh, they have a lot of employees. As you can see in that Chinese New Year's party picture, they got a lot of fucking people. I did not see that. I'm going to Photoshop us into that oh, there, fucking did, picture. There, there we go. There's the there's the cover for tonight's episode. Yeah. yeah. No, they so they have a lot of people working for them. It's no joke. They got mad people. So I'm not really surprised, but I also am kind of surprised that they can still keep up this pace. But I guess if you just keep adding machines, like the more popular you get, you got to keep expanding. Yes. And like content, content, content. Seriously. They're like the annoying YouTuber of the knife world. They just won't stop They're giving the us Nick new Shabazz, stuff. The Nick Shabazz of, of, of uh, knife manufacturers. Just pump out that content. Pump yeah, we out. love you, Nick. But yeah, uh, uh, I mean, it looks it looks cool. And let's see, how many. Does it say how many people have requested it so far? So 2,000 people have requested it, which means about, I don't know, a tenth of them will buy it. <laughs> Maybe more. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. But Yeah, I think I'll probably pick one of those up. I I mean I feel like for 150 bucks, it's pretty great. I'm kind of glad they didn't go with something more expensive. I I also am sort of interested in this one. I like oh god, the fucking mass drop comment section though. Don't just if you want to get cancer immediately, like if you want your eyeballs to immediately just get cancer, go read the discussion section with all of the extremely filthy casuals bitching about the like not being uh insert on the liner lock and oh my god. Everything. Oh, you want to find someone who can find a complaint with anything? Go to the mass drop. Go to the yeah. Go to the mass drop comment section for anything. Jesus Christ. So you're saying our faces will melt like '90s practical effects? Oh yeah, absolutely. Hmm. It's it's terrible, but it's a cool knife. And we knives is kind of on a roll right now. I like this one, and they also have three cool designs coming out that don't suck that are in-house designs. Subjective. Do you like them though? I like maybe one of them. I think all three of them are pretty good. The it's the for reference we're talking about the 803, 804 and 805, they're all like 3 inches approximately. They're all in-house designs and they don't look that weird, which I feel like is a huge compliment to we. Mm. 
because everything they've done has looked pretty. Their new bad. thing is like those that teardroppy shape thing. Yeah, like the thing that kind of looks like an eye. Yes. Yeah. Makes it look like an animal. Yeah, they they are kind or of hitting that bird knife. Yeah, it's very bird like. They are hitting that design <laughs> cue a little too hard, but like, I don't know. There's a line of knives that I have no understanding of whatsoever. Bird like the spider coast. Bird, yeah, yes. I have no, I have no comprehension as to why they exist. Do you want a tenacious but shittier? Yeah. What the fuck? It's like it's not even any cheaper. No, it's really not. They're like the same price as. And the, it doesn't make any sense. And they have the hideous opening hole. But somebody explain to me what the the business decision behind bird knives is. Yeah. Someone please email us and explain this. And to us. why are they called bird knives? Why? I, because because Sal found a new way to make an opening hole and it looked like a bird. I have no idea. You know how much weed Trade they smoke markers. there? They're in Colorado. They're high That's as shit. True. They have no That's idea true. what's going on. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- well timed, Ryan. Yes, I'm actually more excited about um, some of the Riot products that are coming out. Yeah. So, so, what was that? IWA? I don't even know what show it was. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, specifically, some of the stuff that Liang Ma has coming out. I mean, Liang Ma. What is it? Lambert has Kirby. Lambert has some stuff. Yeah. I don't know if they showed mm-hmm. any new in-house designs or not, but yeah, they look pretty incredible. I mean, what a surprise! Like, Liang Ma is still a great designer, and Riot is only getting better and better at making the knives, so. Right. Like, it's it's crazy. The uh, the Lambert ones look, like... Very flat. Yeah, but it's, it's, like, extremely faithful to the design and their bolster locks, which is pretty cool. And if they do that one in, like, Steel, it's basically, like, what it's just, like, the custom. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I almost am, like, curious why some people choose to partner with these companies and make like exact replicas of their custom designs at least brian you went with like a smaller version of your knife so like it's a differentiated i I didn't i knew i never wanted to make this size typhoon um that's why i went with it but yeah i don't get guys who who do that especially the guys who make like one style knife maybe two and they you know it doesn't make sense to me especially you mean jake hoback yes (laughs) (laughs) no i don't i don't know who does who does what but you know, <laughs> um, it's just the one knife, man. It's just Make the back. He, he tried with the open source folder, and then yeah, but he's he's obviously still selling them. So who's the fool? I I have no idea who's buying them. I agree. I agree. oh wait, I take it back. Yeah. I know who's buying them. Damon Wayne's apparently. Yeah, that was just like one like tiger stripe. I think that someone ambushed Damon Wayne. Like he didn't. Yeah, what the fuck? He had like food all over his shirt. Is he sweating shit. profusely because Jake Hoback like, has a, a gun to pattern. him? I think Jake Hoback has a gun behind the camera, and he's like, yeah, "Take this fucking Damon picture." Damon Wayne, hold hold this shit for a second. Let's take a picture. Like the Beg ones with celebrities. Like you know, I can kind of believe that Todd Beg almost yeah, had a TV California. show. California, they got the stuff going on. Yeah, they got. The, they got the connection. Jake Hoback you know getting a knife did. into the hands of David Wayne seems like a very chance encounter. Because hmm. if know. we peruse over to Damon Wayne's Instagram, uh, that picture is not posted there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I don't. Damon Wayne's probably get some heat for that. <laughs> you know, they're trying to resurrect in living color somewhere in the background. Was, was he the yeah. David, Was he the Wayne's brother in it? Oh my God! No, holy shit! Were you an in living color fan? Of course. You know, you know the skit where Jim Carrey is the self-defense instructor with the knife. Uh-oh. They're gonna of use course. they're gonna use a hoback knife for it. Absolutely. It's gonna be a hoback quite back. They're just gonna redo that whole skit. 
And maybe do like a what's his fire marshal bill? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Let me show you something. Yeah. Damn, sorry. that's a washed up reference too. In yeah, living color. Sorry. But I mean, you know, in terms of I don't know how celebrities choose what knives they want, like Killer Mike from Run the Jewels and, you know, just of being Killer Mike fame, apparently got commissioned a knife from Balzano with like a It looks pretty good. With the gold the with good. the gold blade and stuff. Yeah, I think it looks cool. Well, I just want to know how did Killer Mike find Balzano? It's just like, yes. Also, couldn't you like come on, Killer Mike. Run the Jewels you know, these three great albums. Let us pick a better custom maker for you to get a knife from. Eh. I, I wish he fucked them over. <laughs> that would have been, I mean, that would have probably blown up a little bit. Someone has a little bit more that'd celebrity be, power. Funny. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh. You probably don't want to fuck over someone named Killer Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not a good idea. I mean, his name is, he does, ha- he does have murder in his name. <laughs> Oh Killer, Killer Mike's a pretty intimidating dude. And yeah, so I don't know how celebrities choose their knives, but... Yeah, I don't know. Are there any other notable celebrity knife collectors? Uh, you know, I, I feel like the same couple get brought up all the time. Mr. Angelina Bundy. Jolie. Yeah. Mr. Bundy. Well, Ted... Uh, well, not Ted Bundy. D- uh, Ted Bundy? Was not, <laughs> he was not a knife collector! I mean, just because he know. used them doesn't mean he appreciated you know? them. <laughs> Actually, do, you know what? I should know this better. Did Ted Bundy stab anyone? Yeah, he definitely stabbed at least one person. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he, like, he killed Ted people. To... What's it? A lot what's... more sodomy, too. So. Al Bundy? What's Al Bundy? Wait, Al Bundy are you serious? Al Bundy thing. actually yeah, collected knives? Yeah, what's his name, Ed or... Oh, the father from, Moder- from Modern Family. Right. Oh, yeah, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, yeah. Wait, he's a, holy, he's a knife f- holy fuck, I didn't know Al Bundy was played by Ed O'Neill. <laughs> Here's How a generational you... divide. Oh my god, there it is. I didn't even know who... I only know him as Al Bundy. I don't even know him as the guy from Modern yeah, Family. Yeah, he's the like, oldest... He's like the, the yeah, dad, I, yeah, I figured it out now. Him, he's got a bunch also, of uh, J.B. Blunt knives. Oh, really? Yeah. How about John Popper from Blues Traveler? I believe he is also a knife collector. That is a pretty random one. Mm. Um, the other one I know of is... Well, it's actually a pseudo-celebrity because... It's uh, the brother of Serge Tankian from System of Down. <laughs> yeah, collects a bunch of mayo. That's like fucking Z-list right there. Yeah, Z-list, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I can't... Can you think of any others? I, I mean, I, there's there's probably others. I mean... Angelina Jolie is, a, is, is like a Balisong collector. Todd Begg always posts... I mean, Mark at least posts the pictures of like random celebrities with their Todd Begg knives. Hmm. So, well, I know they have a lot of Hollywood connections. So, oh, jo- Joel McHale, who's like the Cold Steel stooge. Joel McHale. Joel McHale did the. He was on. I mean, he's best known for like he was on a show on E called The Soup. He's a. Oh, The Soup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's in Community. A- yeah, he's a huge Cold Steel fan, which is very unfortunate. That's very strange. It is very unexpected. What's- what do we have against Cold Steel again? I no, I have nothing against like the knives themselves. It's just like the brand image is just like I that I get. And like that I get. If they made slightly more practical designs, that would be awesome. They just make so many sort of bad folding knife designs. Yes. But like or is, they're well made. Yes. That's the cra- and they're well made and they're an insane value. So like I think they're I think they're nice knives. They are and they use what? XHP. I mean, they're moving over they're to... They're constant. Yeah, yeah S35. They're moving yeah. over to S35. But, like, they use real DLC on, like, $80 knives with, like, yep. good materials and pretty excellent fit and finish. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I don't have anything against Cold Steel except for, like, the donkey stuff. Yeah, and if they weren't, like, obsessed, they I mean, they're still obsessed with the trial lock, which I guess you need to, like, if you have that intellectual property, you got to run with it. But Well, he's finding intellectual property that he doesn't even have, so there's that. <laughs> like Sam Mai. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Damn. Whatever happened to that? I feel like those season desists, people probably wipe their people ass just, with them. People just like, uh, you know what? Uh, maybe this isn't worth our time. <laughs> yeah. They they just call it different names. Double clad or that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Or easily delaminated. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest laugh I've ever heard. Well, I liked it. what is Spider-Co is doing that, uh, again with Mass Drop, really securing these sort of exclusives. They're doing that Spider-Co, Delica, and Enduro with SG-2. But, like, um, they did the super cheap out move and clad as stainless steel with shittier stainless steel just to reduce the price. Listen, I bought both a Delica and a uh, and the other. Oh, and the Enduro? You got both? Wait. I got both of them. All right. What, when do you get it? Like, six months from now? I don't even... I, my idea was just to forget about it. I think, I think you're then, basically going to have to. Yeah. But... but it seemed interesting. I, I I just want to see them. I mean, SG2, like Super Gold 2, is a cool steal. It'll be cool to check yeah. out. You, those are the, you'll be checking it out on fucking Halloween. Yeah, those God are the damn, kind of knives that like, you, you, you put away and forget about. Yeah, I, damn. Six months in advance. You're definitely going to forget about this shit by then. Yeah, definitely. Wow. All right. I mean... I think Levon means that you forget about it so that in 10 years it's worth like $950. I don't even know if it's going to be worth any money. I think it'll just be interesting to be like, oh, remember this shit? I do not think it's going to be worth yeah. any money. Those Knife Center Hap 40 um, ones? Dude, if we, still had our, if we still had our Super Blues, we could have made, I could have made a half a mortgage payment. Weren't, no, no way. And also, weren't the Super Blues like 90% of them, the blade was bent? Like just straight mm. up like bent during heat treat and they were just like, fuck it. This is good enough. Uh, mine was great. I don't recall I had... any, any bending. All right. Hold no. on. Let me make sure I'm not crazy. If it sounds like I'm playing the Congos again, no. then it's me typing. No, that that bent slip joint that Elijah posted the other day. Yeah, that was crazy. That was amazing. Like, how do you even do that? I I have no idea. It was it was it was an interesting piece of art. Yeah. It, it, it certainly is, but... Oh, in terms of other bent blades... I, did this happen in the time? So, the the Lum Tanto, the Blade HQ exclusive Lum Tanto that Spyderco brought back with Hap 40, mm-hmm. that all came out, like, mm-hmm. pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. And now they have the forthcoming Chinese, the, the Lum Chinese folder in the same materials. And mm-hmm. Sal actually got out of pocket for, like, first time ever in, like actually insulted people for being mad about like the shitty fit and finish was it yeah but that happened that was like a month or two ago i know but right? how often do we do yeah. the podcast <laughs> a month this or is two news, ago this is news to our listeners if this is their only source of knife content which jesus christ please don't let it be god i hope it's yeah not. seriously i i know people who this is their only source of of knife content don't please don't do that anybody don't do that to yourself just, just email us. We'll list you a, a whole list of... Uh, of better better. We'll content. send you a whole list of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I am curious if the Lum... So the Lum Chinese is going to be is gonna be $210. Are you guys getting one? Uh, uh, I, I certainly am uh, not. I mean, I like that design. Yeah, it, I like... It's a cool design. Like, And I, you know what? It's weird is I kind of really like jg10 for some reason i also do i was really into it like sort of at the beginning of my collecting career 
I feel like it's fifty dollars too expensive. Absolutely, especially if it's going to be like bent. Also, that lamination line and that one picture looked. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so insistent that it's going to be bent. <laughs> be bent, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like that's like part of a feature now. No. Like, oh, it's All bent. Right. You know. I'll, br- I'll bring up the the quote from from Sal. But basically, it was like the steel easily bends during heat treat. So this is a feature. <laughs> it's not a so bug. It's not a bug. It's not a bug. Bent. It's a secret feature. Like all apps, so you can cut around, so you can cut around corners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this way, no, you just you just have to curve the knife. Yeah, curve the knife. It's like the Matrix. Yeah, um, knife time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I'll I'll link the thread. It's a very very long thread on platforms about the Lum Tanto sprint, and I mean I think we've already gone on a long enough rant about the Japanese OEM for Spider Co. Yeah, and I talked about the the decline of Japanese manufacturing too. Yeah, speaking of Spider-Man, can I throw something out there completely random? Can you have you seen how much Sleesh Bowies are going for now? Because it's discontinued. No, like I don't know as much as they were. No, like four hundred bucks now, and people are buying them. I mean, it's a great knife, but like it is wild how much people are paying for them. It's it's an absolutely fantastic knife, and I'm glad I got one for like two hundred bucks. But like the price on those is shot up. I don't know if you guys have ever handled one, but go to. Uh, I handled. I handled just, yours. Yeah. Doubling a, a, a Spyderco at at double its original cost is just not surprising at all. To me. Yeah. If you've ever got, if you've ever delved into that corner of this hobby, Spyderco is a a value retaining monster. I mean, and Jake constantly feeds into that phenomenon, so <laughs> it will continue constantly because I bought one. Uh, what was it? It wasn't a sprint run. It was a flash batch. Oh, uh, what the the? And how well did that? And work I'll out? never, I'll never live that down because I said, "Are your hands clean? This is white G10." <laughs> <laughs> the, the Lil Nalaka. The, did you yeah, sell the, that? Lil Nalaka. I don't even know that you sold that. No, I didn't sell it. Never got rid of that. We'll Someone sold one on Blade Forms with a broken tip the other day for seventy-five bucks. I don't really know what you Ooh. how you fix that tip at that point, but. No, you can't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, no. There's so little knife to begin with. You can't be grinding <laughs> exactly. in a new tip. Jake's going to put Stella through college on Lil the Lil Malaka. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, you're like one of the 49ers. You, you think you've struck gold with your Lil Nalaka. It's just going to be the key. You have to, to tell Stella her first child is going to be named Lil Nalaka. I mean, Nalaka sounds like a nice name. Sure. I don't know, bro. <laughs> isn't isn't it a Swedish... Uh... Has something to do with its Swedish design? It probably does. Probably. Let's see. Let's see if Google Translate can help us with that one. But Oka. Yeah, that, I don't think the Nalaka is key to generational wealth. No. This is not gonna. This is not gonna keep the Lucas family going for years to come. <laughs> Nothing will. No, honestly, I think. <laughs> uh, I'm the last. I am the last boy. Oh, okay. And, and I just had two girls, so the Lucas name is officially dead. Well, they won't die as long as you still have them in the locker. Maybe you should start branding the knives now. <laughs> yeah, that'll be your legacy. Yeah, you want to whip me up? You want to whip me up a Maker's Mark real quick so I can put something on this thing? Sure. Yeah, it's very useful that we have a uh, a graphic design person here. So now you don't have a mm-hmm. super shitty logo like uh, a cough, Farm Forge. <laughs> Gafco. <laughs> Nalaka, Nalaka is a rather large lake in northern Savonia, Finland. All right. That's, you know, you're naming your daughter after a lake. That's great. You could name the other one Bodum. Oh, wow. 
That, and then, and then my grandchildren. I just my mic for you. The bottom. <laughs> At what age is it acceptable to to still be listening to Children of Bodom? Because I feel like that was a ban. It's, it's over. It's done. Yeah. 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 That was after twenty four. After twenty four, you're not allowed to. Yep. Listen I was. Children, w- Children of Bodom was just one of those bands that really like got me into metal, and then you le- le- you learn about every other mellow death band, and you realize that they're all better than Children of Bodom. That's true. Yeah. That uh, uh, Alexi Laiho writes the same song over and over. Alexi still paints his nails black, so that's yeah. that's how you answer the question: How old are, and you know are you still allowed to be listening? He's to he's, him? he's living the dream. Yeah. He is a legit guitarist, though. I do still watch them. Oh yeah, not taking, not taking anything away from him as a guitarist. Yeah, no, he's but, great. He's a great but, guitarist. But you know, fun a fun guitar. They just have a lot of extremely similar sounding albums. It's like the, um, they're like the Static X of Finland. Oh. Jesus, they have so many yes. albums I didn't know about. Do you know they have like five? They have like eight albums that came out after Follow the Reaper. You know when you know Wayne Static really did die, <laughs> and that did. that's not just podcast folklore. He he really did die, yeah, and then his wife also died. Yeah. Whoa, oh, really? I didn't know his wife yeah, died. Wh- Why do you even know? I want to say How she also that? overdosed. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, Wah, I didn't wah. even know how he died. Fentanyl strikes again. <laughs> it does. It is yeah. a scourge. Yeah. Uh, Tara Ray. Uh, Tara Ray. She was a porn star. She's like a real washed porn star. But Tara Ray also died. Hmm. And she died in 2016. Commit suicide. Yeah. Yikes. Good times. All right. This is going great. <laughs> <laughs> Take a three-week break, and then we spend most of the time. Uh, I just got to tell you, I-, I love you guys. Because that, <laughs> that was... That was amazing. <laughs> just to... Brian, that goes for you too. Great, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's a lot of enthusiasm. And back on and back on mute. Yeah, maybe we should get Aaron back in here. I'll tell him that too. I will I have to say thank you to our listeners for the great response to the Aaron Frederick episode. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Remember when I said that uh, so I, I happen to know that some of the people who listen to this, this is their only source of knife news. Mm-hmm. That episode is kind of uh, turning. It's not even about knives anymore. Like people, people don't even care about knives. They're just li- listening to that and laughing. Yes. Um, and people they, were listening like to, to have... the bonus content. At yeah, the that's, end that blows just... my mind. Yeah, people actually listened. To yeah, that. it wasn't funny. I mean, it was funny, but it took about 20 minutes to get to the funny part. What's funny about it is like us close to the mic going like, "Are you are you recording this? I'm yeah. recording this." Hey, Dave, and you should and, start the music now. <laughs> yeah, the people the people have spoken. They want us to have him back, and they want him to be even drunker. <laughs> that's what that's what we'll call the episode. Actually. Oh shit! Hold on. Here's an, an actual thing we should be talking about. Do you know how much money the Joe Caswell morphing Karambit Kickstarter ended with? No. Wait, it's got 67 hours to go, so it's not over yet. The goal was a paltry $23,000, so $7,000 less than Balzano stole. He oh raised $306,000. Oh, my God. Holy shit. God damn, hmm. and that's got two days left to go. Three days. And he's going to sell those for, what, 500 600 the, the, bucks? The cheapest you can endorse it for is 450 and 520 people have bought that $450 level reward. Two people bought. I got wow. Three people have bought the twenty two hundred and fifty dollar reward. Damn. For five of them. Why do you need five karambits? 
You're a dealer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the best part is that there's going to be a production version of this coming out, and it says it in the Kickstarter that there will be a production version. Well, I imagine Sophie's I, I would, got 300. I would say that, I would say that there's, it, this has got to be one of those things where it's not as great as it sounds, or you you pay half of it in taxes, or yada, 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 whatever. But if you just look at how happy Yari from Winter Sun is... I th- I and think how that shitty actually... those albums were, James. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We're no, not no, talking no, about no, Winter no, no, Sun. No, no, those no, albums no. were the terrible. The fourth season was pretty garbage. The quality doesn't mean... No, 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 The quality is unrelated to this. Just look at how happy he is. I have a feeling he actually got most of that money, and it makes me think I should come up with a Kickstarter idea. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can because also Because it's way better off. than... You can run off on the plug <laughs> twice, and nothing's going to happen. Like, I've, I mean... <laughs> Well, like, like what Brian's doing right now with his micro typhoon. All right. Well, it is autism acceptance month. <laughs> if I get fucking emails because of this, you douche. <laughs> I mean, this is even better than uh, than you know people are dead folklore. This is <laughs> this, this is, is much more. Brian, Brian is a scammer. I want I want this to be on the front page of Knife News the day after this episode drops. Like. Like you know, Brian's running credit card <laughs> scams. Formerly well respected, formerly respected knife maker Brian Nadeau makes off with one hundred and eighteen dollars and forty two cents. Yep, that's funny. P.S. He's also never racist. To be, never to be seen <laughs> that's again. That's <laughs> a character assassination. And then, yeah, and then, and then they'll have an interview with us that says like, ah, we always thought he was racist." Anyway. <laughs> we never really liked. Him. I don't know about the racist. Th- I, I don't know about the racist thing, but stealing everybody's money doesn't seem to affect anybody. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, there's definitely people out there and then still all cooking. The, and then, and then a month, a month later, people get their packages in the mail, and they're like really confused about the whole thing. They're like, "What? I thought like, this, I thought I wasn't going, getting this knife." The I've worst been bashing them all this time. Yeah, you know what? That's a way to get my name out there more. Yeah, hmm. controversy Fashion. sells. There's no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> hey, that's why. That's why Aaron was so drunk when he was on uh, the podcast. Yeah, you wanted some controversy. Uh, controversy. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> the Caswell, like, morphing karambit thing, I feel like it's hit the sweet spot for Kickstarter where, like, it appeals to people who know nothing about knives just because it's, like, fidgety and gadgety and kind of cool. And don't forget the gun community. Yeah, they're probably all about, like, uh, this. They're all about this fucking thing, a black karambit that they can conceal. Yes, that, like, unfolds in a very interesting manner. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's going to be made by Millet in the USA, so no one will yeah, get them for months. There's so. no way they're going to be able to handle this it's now. Picking all the no. boxes. That's just smart business. You know? I, they must be shitting Hold in on. their pants. So yeah, this is funded at 1,327% of its original goal. So that's pretty wild. But let's see. So they have to make at least 500. Uh, that's another 100. 600. 620. They basically only have to make about 700 of these. But oh, that's, not, that's that not that much more than I feel. Like and like, Morons. what do you do? You screw them together, right? Doesn't look like it's that complicated. Yeah, there's no locks to set or anything. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what's funny is they they took like one of those cartoon like boxing gloves on the end of a fucking thing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You squeeze the two things together, and <laughs> the fucking boxing glove comes out. The and they're like, you know, we should glove. we should put a fucking knife at the end of this. I'm going to have a hell of a time trying to find an image for that yeah, to, I, to, to explain this reference. Yeah. What do you even call that? I don't know, but this will be interesting. So, yeah, this design has been adopted by a major knife brand is expected to have a lower cost imported version available in 2019. I feel like that would have thrown me. I mean, I didn't endorse it, so there we go. 
No, I definitely didn't. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's definitely the most successful knife Kickstarter ever and will be for a very long time. Yeah. I, damn, $300,000. He's going to be looking at that money like, I, don't need, I can just disappear. I can move to he Mexico. I can just disappear. He no did. one will find me. He really could. He really, I mean, the re, uh, what do they do? Do they just like deposit that in your bank account? Like, well, the IRS, the IRS would yeah. definitely be looking into that shit. If you get a one-time payment of three hundred grand, well, minus well, I don't know, ten percent, we'll say, for Kickstarter's fees. But damn, hmm. that's wild. Let's see if this turns out. I mean, yes, it'll be. It's gonna be. I feel like it's a make-or-break thing for Millet, considering they've got someone that just made three hundred thousand dollars to. Uh, to sort of contract them to do this. But at least it's a good manufacturer. I mean, Millet does make nice stuff. True. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I it's a lot. Of, I guess the reason it's just so much money is because each knife is 450 bucks. It's not like they are, they're being forced to make, like, 10,000 of these. Right. So, yeah, they can probably handle Everybody, it. Everybody's getting paid. Yeah, damn. Good stuff. Well, you know what? That's... <laughs> that's <laughs> It's good. It's good for the knife community. It seems like it's good publicity. It's some innovation. Um, you know, it, it brings some validity to the uh, the crowdfunded uh, platform, I suppose. It does. It's definitely a good look for like crowdfunding as a tool. Certainly, right. Actually, we're saying this way too early. The, the knife needs to come out we're, first. Yeah, I mean, uh, the manufacturers in place and stuff like that. I'm fairly confident this will turn out. Yeah, true. And now that I'm looking at the exploded view, there's like nothing that you can screw up. It's really not that hard. Very comp. It's not very complicated. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, actually. Mm -hmm. How does it stay closed? It probably has like a detent type situation. Yeah, I imagine it must. That's how it springs open to begin with. All right. That's why it's like a fucking boxing glove. Yeah. I hope someone out there knows what you're talking about. Knows what I'm talking about. I, I know, know exactly what you're talking about. In like, in like an old-fashioned cartoon or something. Yeah, exactly. The two oldest motherfuckers. Of course you guys know what it is. Uh, excuse me. I'm the second youngest. Oh, wait. Is Jake the old, Is Jake older than you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, we're the kids then. Yep. Listen to our hippity-hop music. and Made me the old man. <laughs> By the way. I'll remember that, you little shit. <laughs> By the way, when you posted the picture of you and your brother the other day and I saw yeah. you as a child, it's exactly what I thought you would be like as a child. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. When I saw it, I was like, holy shit. That's exactly like if even without seeing that picture, when I when I saw it in my mind, that's exactly what I saw. Why are you picturing me as a child? So, hey, you know, you we know. don't know who did that thing to Jake. Could have been Brian. Wow. That would really tie the podcast together. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> that mean, I'm a lot older than him. That means I'd be going to jail probably for whatever I'm doing. Well, you're going to jail for stealing everybody's uh, money uh, for the micro typhoons anyway. So, oh my god, you guys are gonna kill me. Uh, here's another totally random thing. Did you guys watch the K Bar documentary series? Not about yet. I did. No, where's that? that it's on their YouTube channel. Uh, Knife News had an oh, article yes. about it. it they've had two episodes. And I thought it was going to be super cringy because it, like, has reenactors and stuff. Like, they actually spent some money on it. And, you know, oh God. there is more – there's very little dialogue and mostly just narration. It's not cringy. Like, it's really not. So when do they talk about Cutco buying? Yeah, that's the, they have not gotten to that. They've not gotten to the least glamorous part of their history. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, guys, before you guys get too far into it and anything else, I got to get out of here. So um, 
I'm sorry. No, of course. Um, it was fun. <laughs> Let's do it again soon. I can't yeah. wait to hear what you guys are going to say behind my back. So I'll listen. I'll be looking forward to the episode. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, I'll give my love to the fam too. Okay, buddy. All right, guys. See you, Brian. Thanks. I'll talk to you soon. Right. You take Thanks it easy. See you, buddy. See you. Well, yeah, so the K-Bar documentary, now we can talk about real-life content because Brian's not here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, actually talk about is he gone? Is he gone? <laughs> you know what we should do? He's having a growth removed from one of his butthole flaps. <laughs> flaps? What are the flaps? <laughs> what, the flaps? What, what am I missing? Damn. Um, you know what we should do? What? We should call Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it'll take like two hours to get him to actually set this up you think so no do it I bet yeah I just do it oh dude no just we'd have to add just him. call him and just hold put him on hold speaker on. yeah i was gonna say because we'd have to add him to the chat again <laughs> tell him tell him that we lost the host and we need we need him to step in i don't even remember what his email the one we added him as last time it was definitely because he definitely big, did not use big country big dick big country big dick just add him real quick see if he no answers. what was the real email he gave us Fuck, you gotta see it. It's on there. No, it disappears after you remove the person. Oh, well, I guess we can scroll through this fucking chat until right. we removed him. I'm telling you, I, he I overheard two people today. With the one guy telling the other guy, go, oh yeah, go to the episode called Big Country, Big Dick. Wait, it's really called that? Where, yeah, and then I'm from the where, other room going, Where like, are you overhearing really people talking about Where are you overhearing? Yes. I'm in a public place where a lot of people congregate to talk about uh, things unrelated to wow, nuts. We're really we're Jake, really making Jake shit up for the making, podcast now. Yeah, Jake is just making stuff up. Yeah. Now. On a side. No, 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 no. It was in my dining room. There was just, but there were non-knife people in the house. It doesn't. It doesn't really count with the friends. Oh God. Um. Jake and I will be at the uh, Lehigh Valley Knife Show next weekend. Oh, yeah. Is that where you got the, uh, the the Steve Carroll knife last time? Yeah. 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 How how That show's not great, I'm guessing. No, Steve Carroll and John Gray are the only two knife. Oh, wait. And now we have Octor Knives and, and, uh, and Frank. And yep. Frank. So Frank literally it's just our friends at that. And that's it. Everybody else is terrible. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Most of these... That's not true. It's not that everyone else is terrible, but they're not part of... They're not part of any clique. You know what I mean? They're not, like, four Are we people. clicky? Are we officially clicky? Oh, I hope yeah. not. Yeah, we are. But we're. they're not forum people. They're not, like, old school guys. They're not new school guys. They're all guys that that have no, like, uh, form of communication outside of that knife show and maybe a couple other local knife shows. And they just exist in that little space. And so they're but, really... But Jake, they also sell trash. I'm talking about the custom makers that are there, not the guys that sell the tasers and the flying saucers. Oh, is there a bunch shit. of bullshit at it too? Oh, yeah. I, it, there's a section of gun showy type stuff. Uh, but there are also a bunch of guys there that like make their own Damascus and... Yeah, um, there's some stuff that's not. There's some not cool bad. stuff there, but but they're like they're the there's those old guys that like I don't I don't have um the internets and it, you know what I mean like there's Yeah, stuff absolutely. No, it no blows my mind. But anyway. uh, there's definitely people like that at the Northeast Cutlery Collectors Association uh yeah. show which is another small show. There's like one booth that oh I mean one table that's always there that's just someone showing off knives. Like a little like little oh, yeah. like history yeah. piece. Of like old slip joints. Yeah, nothing's for sale. Absolutely. It's just like yeah. you paid money to just show people these knives. All right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and and to have conversations with people who are interested in the history, and absolutely, there's I mean, there's those those guys at the Lehigh show as well. Okay, that definitely seems to be a fixture of the small shows. <laughs> well, if we end up getting this uh, episode up before the weekend, you guys, anybody who's in the area, should come visit us on Sunday. We'll probably be at John Gray's booth at the Lehigh Valley Knife Show. Exclusive meet and greet. Tickets are fifty dollars. Yeah. That yeah, that's what we'll be doing there. We'll have a booth, and we'll just be five dollars to shake our hand, twenty dollars to touch it, thirty dollars for us to pretend we're enjoying it. Whatever. Fifty dollars for Brian's phone number. Oh, wait, that's probably that's probably that's probably publicly available. That's public knowledge. Yeah, and sixty dollars to get your deposit back on the micro <laughs> scam. Oh my god, this is genius. We should just get people's money back for the yes. We'll just run another scam. It's like a whole Ponzi scheme. He's going to have that $100 deposit. We'll get you half your deposit back if you give us 10 bucks. If you give us the other half of the deposit. <laughs> we'll get you 50 bucks back, but we're keeping the other 50. Mm. Damn. That's amazing. Brian's phone number is not on the website, so we can sell his oh, phone well, number. Okay. It's uh, 561. Uh, no, wait, and that's the, the Florida. music is just fading in as you say that. <laughs> Two... Six eight six seven five three oh nine. This could be or could not be Brian's number. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's eight six seven five three oh nine. Oh yeah, wow, it's not paying attention. <laughs> you said you were fading the music in, so uh, he's not fading the music in because because we're still waiting for for Aaron to pick up slack actually, and become. It's actually going to happen in a few seconds. To be honest with you. Okay. Episode is picking oh, back up. Here he is. He is calling me as we speak. Oh my god, he is actually calling me. Hold on one second. Why can't I see that he's calling me? What kind of phone do you have that it takes that long to just answer? What? How is it an oh my god, he's actually calling me? Yeah, why is there so much build up? Let me me run to the switchboard, I'll be right back. (laughs) Because there's there's no situation on Google where it's showing me that that I'm being so... Wait, is he calling you on Hangouts? It sounded like Hangouts. Oh. Yeah. Here, if I give you his username, yeah, give me give me his email address. It was like, it was. This is gonna. This is not fun or exciting unless you cut this section out. Yes, and it's just like we mention it, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, here he is! Yeah, that's what you need to do. Basically, everything we said about the show is now cut out of the show. (laughs) And that would be so crazy if uh, Aaron Frederick showed up. If we, if Aaron just showed up to take Brian's place, there it goes. It's working slow, but it's working. <laughs> oh snap! Aaron, guess what? What? You're on another episode of the podcast right <laughs> oh. now. <laughs> just, just, just fucking random as shit, huh? Just yeah. throw it in yep. there. <laughs> we're, we're we're just uh sort of phasing Brian out and phasing yeah. you in. Well, poor Brian. He's he's probably actually fucking working. The rest of us are just goofing off. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's no excuse. He's not dedicated we said We joked it would happen, but here it is. I heard you say it one time. You were like, what'd you say? You said, uh, I can already feel you're losing your job. <laughs> I think he looked right at you and, and he looked right at you and said, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. That sounds about right. Yep. Uh, pretty yep. sure it's what he said. We, got, we were uh, recording and uh, Brian had to go take care of some business. 
And uh, we said it would be really weird if, if Aaron showed up. Yeah, he, he probably went to give his wife his business. Is probably what he had to do. That's that's the only that's the only good reason to get off. No, I got were, business to take care of. Were you sleeping a few? No, minutes no, ago? I was. Uh, I was sitting there giving my wife a hard time. That's what I was doing. Are you are you eating sunflower seeds no, now? No, no, I was killing a wasp that time. <laughs> I, I picked always, up the they're very were you using sunflower seeds to kill the wasp? I picked up the first thing I had, and it was a bag of sunflower seeds. And I <laughs> <that wasp. laughs> so oh, that's amazing. Well, very similar, very similar sounds. Well, I, so, I mean, it, it was sunflower bag, so you know, I just didn't put it in my mouth. I was like, "Well, I've got to kill that. That's a red wasp, and he's, he's going to fly around here and get something." I mean, I just, uh, I was in the living room, so I had to, I had to come to the first room that everybody wasn't going to listen to me fucking cuss all the time. It was like the, it's the loft. And I was like, damn, there's a pack of sunflower seeds up here too. (laughs) So Aaron, how has your life changed since being on the podcast? Well, I got a a lot of, a lot of people, uh, interested and it was kind of, it was kind of a funny thing that, uh, Half these people had never heard of me, and I was like, "I've been here for like twenty five years. What the fuck?" It's like, it's like, where did you guys crawl out of the woods at? I mean, it's like, okay, but I got a lot of orders. Um, uh, you know, so now I actually have to fill fucking orders. That's going to be a weird thing because I'm really bad about taking orders and just not doing them. But that's just for me. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. That's the real theme of this uh, yes, this that, episode. That is basically what it is. Yes. Aaron's going to run off with your money, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it doesn't do him any good because he doesn't take any money until the knives are done. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, it, no, one can, no one can get me on that one. It's like, man, he took my money and never made the knife. No, you didn't pay any money, and then you never got your knife. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, all you did is you wound up at the checkout line at Walmart... And no one would check you out. You just stood there like <laughs> that. Sounds like purgatory, or actually probably hell. Let's be honest. Well, no, it would be purgatory because in purgatory you would think that something's going to happen because the line beside you moved, <laughs> and yours is still sitting there going, "What the fuck?" I mean, that is kind of the, the, the Walmart experience. Yeah, that's uh, you it's know. Well, I mean, God, no, that's my. That's actually what my life is. Uh oh, Jake. Uh, this this is getting darker and darker. <laughs> this podcast is all just an illusion in your head. Some higher power is, is just torturing well, you. Well, he has been trying to make a knife, so he he's he's starting to figure out what he's exhausted. Actually, is you know. So I would feel feel for him if I hadn't made knives completely by hand, just like what he has. And Aaron, here's the biggest difference: you've made more than one. That's true. So, yeah, I made. Uh, uh, I don't know the first. Some of the first uh, Damascus stuff that we did, we had to draw. I had to draw file and everything, all the spacers and everything, and try to get them, try to get them even and all that kind of stuff. So the, there was some, some of the first Damascus stuff that I did. I just about did all by hand, and it fucking sucked. So yeah, I fe- I feel him. I just can't reach him. So. <laughs> no, I, none I none of us ca- can. He died earlier in the podcast. Oh, that's unfortunate. You're talking to Jake Lucas's ghost now. Yeah, good, good riddance. I mean, rest in peace. <laughs> Wait, when... I never thought I would die on the podcast. 
it it being your podcast and all. <laughs> Actually, no, yeah, we definitely just, have that episode 100 it's suicide your, packs. It's your own podcast. Is that you get to do whatever you want. Yeah, okay. You, you just died. <laughs> Okay. Well, now we can really introduce our story time with Aaron segment because we managed to get you on two weeks in a row. What well, two fictional weeks? Well, at least I am not absolutely blasted drunk. Boo! Now, that may be a, a, may be a complete disappointment for most people. <laughs> yeah, you just lost half your orders. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And the other half he wasn't going to build. So <laughs> that's true too. Oh, now that shit. that uh, now I won't go into any names or anything, but that can go good and bad. You know, you can uh, you you can call me and I may be goofy or whatever, but it, it, or you can also be messaging with me and I might fly red and get pissed off, and then you try to figure out what the fuck went on, and then everybody. Yeah, we'll just end up off. throwing a bag of uh, sunflower seeds at you. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, Say so that 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 whole experience happened last week. You know, one guy got all pissed off, and it was kind of like, "Well, oh, you're talking about the dude that got salty with you." Yeah, he, he got all pissed off about something. And it was like, "Well, I've, I even openly admit it's like, ah, that was probably my fault because." Was know, it I, though? I don't even think you were in direct contact with the person. No, no, I, it wound up being it wound up being me third hand uh, before it was all said and done. And I just kind of said, "Well." All right, you know, uh, we'll mutually say, you know, we're we're not going to do business with each other and go on, you know. So, uh, I, I don't even know who the person was. Apparently, someone wanted to become a dealer of of Aaron's knives and you know. yeah, and I just uh, I it just didn't work out, and I was like, well, you know, shit like that goes on, and 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 that's another thing that I have told you guys since I started being with you. You know, you get to know a maker, you get to buy a maker. Um, a lot of times you and a maker may not click, um, you know, and you probably will walk away from that maker and never buy a knife. But sometimes you get to know a maker and the knife may not be as good as something else, but half the time you're buying that maker, you know, and that, that I'd say the whole, the whole time with. you're buying the maker. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, the knife, the knife still doesn't need to suck. I mean, well, you know, true. You, you're you, you may you may want to buy one from your buddy just because he's your buddy, but you're not buying two. <laughs> like when we buy one of Jake's hand filed customs that he sells to us, <laughs> that he sells to us for the friend price of a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. His magnum well, opus. I love, I love the friend the friend price things, man. But I'm your buddy, really. Hmm? You're my buddy, so you want to ask for it for free like a cocksucker, huh? <laughs> okay. Here, let me let me beat you with my tiny little penis, too. You know, so. <laughs> because the two are mutually exclusive, you know. Yeah, well, it's just such a fucking... I, I mean, that, that kind of thing. I mean, you know, if, if your buddies are looking at you and realize that you've worked on that son of a bitch for... I don't know, Jake will get his done sometime in 2030. You know, you worked on this some bitch that long, and you're like, "Hey, won't you give me one of them?" <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't. Oh, I have no shame, Jake. You better make one and, and give it to me. <laughs> Aaron, I, Aaron, I, I cut with this thing today, so I actually feel like I did accomplish something, and it's not even 2030 yet. Well, I mean, I've cut shit with beer bottles before, me <laughs> included. You know, so. Let's let's not go hog. No, I mean, I, no, I put an edge on it, and I tried to, I tried to roll it over, and I tried to chip it, and I tried to 
tried everything to fuck oh, it up, and it seems like my my heat treat actually took. You ain't trying so, hard enough. I can fuck up a rock, you know. <laughs> John used to swear up and down that I could break an anvil with a biscuit. That's what he always said when we <laughs> that tried, you could tried break to... an anvil, anvil with a biscuit. An anvil with a biscuit, because we would be doing stuff in the shop, and he'd have something that he'd been working with in the coal fields or whatever for 20 years. I'd touch it once, and the sub bitch would fall apart. My God, <laughs> you break anything. Whoops. I hope, I hope all the people that took orders from you are listening to this. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, they, they, they'll get their knife and, and be like, shit, it's a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I got a biscuit in the mail. <laughs> gravy is sold separately. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yankee, the, Yankee they... gravy or actual, you know, honest to god country gravy. You know, Fucking one of the country two. Country gravy. What the hell else do you put on a biscuit? Well, you know, there's that thin Yankee gravy that they no. call gravy. And it's just soup. But anyway, so um, you got a story uh, for us? You're gonna tell us a story? I I could probably pull something out, but. Story time. The, the Story first, time. The, the, the first thing that I wanted to know is everybody all set for Blade. Um, I still have to get tickets to the plane tickets, but other than that, we're settled. We got, right. I got a hotel room, so worst case, Ontario, I'll just start walking right now. <laughs> and you'll be there by, by sometime in 2030. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, getting, it's getting back if he gets a knife. That's the, that's the shit thing. <laughs> you look- walk the highways with a knife, they don't, they don't take kindly to that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just just the fact that you're going back toward Canada with a knife right now. You all might as well be like uh, micro UK or something. Oh yeah, it is like the micro UK. I still we like didn't the we didn't we didn't says, talk about that at all yet. I can't I believe like it got even worse. Says, real the... men use fists, <laughs> and there's oh. <laughs> somebody sitting there going, "I don't know if she's trying to say." that men fight or she wants a fist <laughs> that's that's actually hilarious i like that one yeah so i think i have everything basically set for uh for blade uh, mm-hmm. i'm still trying to get a uh kind of a billboard type thing to go up in the booth um supposed to be ordering the t-shirts probably next week which is tomorrow i guess um, try to get the t-shirts for trash panda. And then, uh, I cut out 25 slip joints over the last couple of days. So that's, that's been interesting. So, um, uh-huh. it's a lot of slip joints to sit and cut. And I, I really never realized that cutting the springs would be worse than cutting the blades, but it sucked. So, yeah, you were telling me about that the other night. That's yeah. Crazy. So, Anybody that gets one of the kits, they can they can realize on how much I have cursed over cutting the springs. So, you, you have much salt all over your damn knives. So. Mm-hmm. Are you using a, a high carbon steel? Uh, it's uh, AEBL. Oh yeah, nice. for those. So, so they will rust as you cry on them. <laughs> well, I don't know if I get pissed off and piss on them, they might rust. But... Uh, you know, most of the time, my 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 crying, it just comes out just it just comes out flakes of salt. So I mean, it's no big deal. That's just dandruff. <laughs> that's probably true. I am a nasty motherfucker, so you know, it's, it's, it is. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you need to build up that dandruff in case you need to season your food. Oh God. 
shake it shit on there and just, oh yeah that makes your spaghetti taste good looks like parmesan cheese wait what kind of cheese parmesan <laughs> oh okay <laughs> Oh, oh this is what this is not what we had in mind no. for story time with Aaron. Well, I don't, I don't know what you want me to talk about. So the, I, the whole idea I, is you got to figure it out. Oh, well, I'm sitting in a room full of teddy bears, basically. So my inspiration <laughs> is fucked. <laughs> no questions, everybody. Yeah. Let's just let's just leave it at that. Yeah, Oof. yeah. Uh, well. It has been it has been a great two hour episode though. Yeah, uh, we covered way way more than we could have ever hoped for, and even had a guest appearance well, from if, Aaron Frederick. Been here, you wouldn't have covered it. That's yeah. That's probably the problem. That is very true. You know, so, and and we were visited by the ghosts of Bob Lum and Jake Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian Ty, Ty showed up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, oh, but who else great. died? We we started talking about it. Uh, Gunny, and Gunny died. Yeah, but he actually died. Oh wait, Bob Lum did yeah. too. So never mind. Bob Lum's dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Lum is. We dead. can't really keep track of who has pretend died and who has really died. Okay. Um, I knew Bob Lum. He was he was an all right fellow. Um, I liked him. Do you have any Bob Lum stories to tell us? No, I didn't know him that well, but I, I knew his knives, and you know he was uh, he was kind of a quiet, reserved guy most of the time. Um, he didn't say much. He just he just made a, a pretty kick-ass knife. He taught a lot of people um, how to do a lot of stuff. Todd Beck you know, just posted uh, an image of him and Bob Lum from a long time ago. Yeah, I mean he's a legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was—he'd been around a long time, and he was—he was rather good at it. He's not like me. I've been around a long time, and still nobody knows who the fuck I am. So, yeah. <laughs> and you're—I guess—I guess you really got to actually understand how to make knives and make decent ones, and, and then all of a sudden, people will go, "Hey, I know that guy." Shit, you know, I guess I got to make decent knives. Uh, you just—you just need to get hooked up with the right marketing team. Yeah, uh, podcasters. Precisely. Oh yeah. <laughs> and imagine if Bob Lum had this opportunity. It, it would be great, but half of you are dead. So <laughs> imagine, imagine if Bob Lum had made that Spiderco with the uh, with the with the line of Hap Forty coming straight across and looking all funky. He, just, he, he didn't roll in his grave. He just sort of he he just sort of groaned and turned yeah, his just, head to the yeah, side. He just sighed. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that line. They're not they're not really doing a great job of honoring him by like putting out shitty versions of his knives. It's kind of sad. The Tanto could have been so great. Yeah, it really could have. You know what? When Brian dies, when Brian dies, we'll just buy a bunch <laughs> of those. We'll just buy a bunch when of the Chinese. Brian dies, we'll buy a bunch of the Chinese made Jeez. sharp by designs and sell them as real ones. You guys are fucking killing off Brian right now in the middle of the show. I mean, he's the oldest <laughs> one of us. I feel like statistically, he's most <laughs> likely to go. And statistically, you know, when you have when you have surgery on your butthole flaps, uh, <laughs> things things go Wait, wrong. Hold on, didn't he also have lead poisoning? We covered this in a different episode. And he's got yeah. And he's got lead poisoning. <laughs> Was that? Him? Yeah, he's got lead poisoning. He had the pellets in his mouth from his BB gun. That's oh, right. Yeah, That's yeah right. and he was describing the symptoms, and I was like, "Bro, <laughs> you got lead poisoning." Yeah, and he used to eat blue sandwiches too, right? Because all the ink That's why he... from the printing presses. Yeah, yeah. I used to eat the blue sandwiches. 
<laughs> and those little pink pucks from the bottom of the urinal. And that's why he's probably laying on his floor with his back in agony right now. <laughs> his central what nervous system is just you shutting guys down. Are worried about me not being drunk? Are you guys smoking meth or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too fat to be smoking meth. Oh my gosh! I know. Uh, I told my wife that was. Th- that that should be a viable weight loss plan. It, that's you what know, I'm you saying. You could diet or you could just do fucking math. Do math. Right. See what happens. We've already dabbled with the idea of a tapeworm. We might as well just bring <laughs> meth into the equation. Yeah, fucking Dave tried to order a tapeworm and someone on Instagram posted a picture like, here you go, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> an actual fucking tapeworm. Yes, that's definitely I mean, happened. we've got great fans. What can I say? I'm mm. pretty sure you can get those motherfuckers from Mexico. Yeah, it's probably not that hard to get one. Just drink the water. Eat a piece of roadkill, man. You'll get it, but you already only weigh 75 pounds. You can't handle. You can't handle I can, a, a tapeworm. I can definitely tell you that you will not get fucking tapeworms from eating roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the story. Okay. <laughs> I know for a fucking fact. I've picked up too many deer on the side of the fucking road and fixed them. All right, I'm so. gonna come. I'm gonna come clean my knowledge about that. Came from it's always sunny in Philadelphia when Frank pers- purposely puts out the piece of spoiled raccoon meat <laughs> on, oh, I, on the top. I, I, I thought you. I thought about when I thought you were referencing when he eats the crow. <laughs> the <laughs> crow's tearing <laughs> him up inside. That was funny too. No, when when uh, Charlie and Dee become. Uh, they think they're turned into uh, cannibals. Cannibals, yeah, because they, they human meat. They quench this this hunger. That was human meat, and it turned out to be a tapeworm. It's lousy with parasites. Anyway, guys, <laughs> all right. We need smoking. to not start talk we're about other TV shows mess. on the podcast. Yeah, I know, I know, but Sunny is just too. Man. There's just too many re- good references. You know, like when you're when you're trying to judge. A knife, and you, all you can think of is derivative. Bullshit. 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 Derivative. Yes. I'm, I was going to say, I can't even spell that $5 word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't stop with the sunny. I apologize. Now, well, I can that- throw in, you wanted to throw lowbrow in there. You apologize. You can do the Larry the Cable guy and go, <laughs> send me down to New Guinea with them pygmies, you know. I can I can understand that reference, but Sonny, no. Where was he? If see, I knew this is this somehow. This episode has just gone to the uh, blue. collar I was going to say this comedy. is the second time we've referenced the blue collar comedy tour. Yeah, that's How is weird. This possible. Two I mean, two times guys, in a year and both tonight. Yeah. Well, you, you throw mice in there, and in the uh, <laughs> the IQ of the room drops dramatically. You know, so. <laughs> Aaron basically is the Larry Cable guy of the knife community now. And the, and the bad thing is that uh, I'm still this stupid sober, you know. It's, if I hadn't been hunting all weekend, I, by Sunday night, there's no way I, I, I would be. But Did you get anything? No, we didn't get nothing. Today, it's rained freaking awful. But yesterday, we really should have got one. I, I, he was... He got all tore up. I told my wife, I said, it looks like my 10-year-old looks like I don't, I, I hope y'all don't get letters for this shit, but it looked like my 10-year-old had fucking Parkinson's disease. I was like, I'd say, you know, Tristan, be real still. There's there's turkey over here on the left, and it looked like he was Michael J. Fox fucking shaking. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Tristan be still. His hands would be flying in fucking directions. And I'd be like, what are you doing? He's like, I can't be still. 
what is wrong with you? And he was like, and I was like, man, I tell you what. And then we didn't get one fucking obviously, but you know, it's like, (laughs) they were like, Melissa was like, well, did you all see a bunch? She said, yeah, we seen a bunch, but they seen us too. (laughs) I said, he's in a blind, but I said, you still got to be kind of, kind of still even in the blind. I said, but I mean, daggone. I said, first I thought maybe he had Tourette's, but no, it was, he wasn't just yelling things it was like he just could not keep his body still i just <laughs> i kept waiting for him to be like weekend at bernie's when they played music he was just gonna jump up and dance around <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing so obviously we we came out of the woods with nothing there and i was like the whole the whole time i've been like i don't know what to do maybe i can time to something and <laughs> just sit there <laughs> i don't know i don't know you know when i started hunting when dad told me to be still i Seems like I, I would stay still. I didn't start just fucking losing my shit. <laughs> I don't know, but oh well. And, and you're in the middle of it. You you part of you is finding it hilarious, and the other part of you is just getting frustrated. Well, no, the other the the other side of me was so excited because you know I kept thinking you know this thing's gonna come out here, and then I'm gonna get to sit here and watch him blast this one. It's his first turkey. And then, so the whole time I'm sitting there kind of excited because I'm calling one in and then I knew it was coming and I knew that the females could see us where, where they were. I knew they could see the edge because I don't, I just had burlap up. I didn't really have a a full blind and it was just enough to keep us hid. But I mean, when you're fucking dancing like Michael Jackson up on a burning car, you know, (laughs) I mean, everything in the woods is going to see that shit. And I just... You know, so on one side of it, I was halfway, you know, but on the other, I started getting like, you're not going to get nothing because what the fuck is wrong with you? So that's, uh, there's hunting with a 10 year old. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how, where to go from there. I think we should probably just end the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I do want to thank everybody for their support. Uh, Aaron, we love having you. Obviously we're going to do this pretty frequently with you so well you're just uh, on you're on you're officially on notice okay well you know if you give me uh you you give me an hour warning sometimes no there will be no there will be no warning okay well you're just you're just hoping to to randomly find out how drunk i am then aren't you well that's it's part of the game i guess okay well you know what you could do is like if you all had you all supposed to have a drinking game you know, I know that you all said something like every time you all said China D2 or something, somebody had to take a drink. Sounds sounds about right. Well, yeah. still a thing. And if Aaron appears out of nowhere, you have to, to do like 10 shots. Well, it's like, no, what, what needs to be done is that as part of the drinking game, as soon as I show up, they have to catch up to me if I've been drinking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's kind of what I just said, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> and there goes Jake with his so. southern accent. He's been doing it all night since uh, Aaron got here. It's amazing. Yeah, so, so that's what's uh, it. it, it nobody hears know. what you say when I'm here, you know. So, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. they they just think they just think it's a smaller version of me. Come on now. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, he's starting to sound like me. He's trying to make knives like I used to. I mean, do we not see a pattern here? Mm-hmm. I shrunk I mean, my pee this is, this is down the- so it would be the same size. Man, you got to shrink that some bitch way down. <laughs> and you got to get and you got to get your nuts snipped. You, your nuts can't work anymore. 
So, ah, uh, God, you sound like my wife. I do need to do that, though. I really do. Well, and on that note, <laughs> I already got more <laughs> that, that we can handle. Nut snipping is the end of the conversation. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you, everybody, for your support. Uh, we have some new T-shirts up. Uh, that's the, basically our only income for this. We'd like to do this, but we got to make lives, uh, you know, make time for our actual make lives. lives so. matter. Make <laughs> lives matter. <laughs> we got to make our lives <laughs> matter. Oh, for Christ's sake. Oh, jeez. <laughs> a long day. Uh, I would, uh, I would we have do some the new podcast merch. for beer. Uh, I'll give my address. Everybody can just uh, UPS it. You know, I'm just. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, but if you thought. like to buy a shirt, we'd really appreciate it. I'll even hook you up with like free shipping or something like that. And if there's any designs, I'm trying to get more in larger sizes. I know I try to make the fancy t-shirts so they come in like the better uh, quality, but they only go up to 2X. And apparently everyone in the knife community is huge. So we need to have up to like 5X. I mean, I'm huge. I, 2X is great. I don't know. Whatever. I appreciate it. Everybody who has bought one. Job of the hut size. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bonjour. Let's listen to the Knife Nuts podcast. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, Roll you motherfuckers in flour. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, dude. Stop. (laughs) But yeah, I do. In all honesty, there should be larger sizes available. Like, I want to be the. I want to know the first guy that buys a 5X Knife Nut shirt. Will Keith. Yeah, because. Behold, the, our our fattest fan. Because <laughs> they have to make it and measure it by yards. Oh, sorry. That's that's uh, six yards of fabric. Uh, carry the two. That's yeah, still well, $30. Anyway, also our promo code for, on uh, Tackle Outdoors still works out. A lot of the knives we talked about, well, some of the knives we talked about are available on there. Um Go check that out. You do get ten percent off and free shipping over fifty bucks. Uh, what else? What am I? What am I forgetting, Dave? That's I feel nice. like that's the majority of of the things. That is the majority yeah, of things. Good enough. Oh, yes. if you want your deposits you need- back from Brian, um, we'll take fifty percent, but we'll get your deposit. <laughs> there we go. That's it. Tough yeah. luck. Come, come see us at the Lehigh Lehigh Valley Knife Show, and we're doing uh, mini micro typhoon refunds. <laughs> Yes, thank we'll you. We'll be at the Micro Typhoon Refund booth. <laughs> at uh, 15, the Lehigh Valley Knife 15, Show. 15C. Maybe Goes. Brian will show up, too. Who knows? You never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Oh, I know right. I ain't showing up, so... And Aaron, Aaron will not be there, sadly. No, Aaron I will not. <laughs> I'm cutting cut the recording off. I will... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I-